A to Z of college recruiting. This is the show where you'll learn about the latest tips and tricks on how to maximize your scholarship opportunities tenfold. You'll learn the hows, whys, and what's of college recruitment and scholarships. Let's get into it. Welcome to episode 49 of the NSL podcast, the show where we give you the latest tips and tricks on how to maximize your collegiate opportunities. Uh, we've got some fantastic books on the show today as well. Good morning, Richo. Good morning, Marco. You're back on the show this week. Matt is still away being, being a, dad. a dad. Yeah, he's still being a dad. Um, as you've just seen, we've got some some books here uh, that you can you can grab for free on our website at nsraustralia.com.au. Uh, 12-step guides. I'll <clears throat> <And laughs> <laughs> start again. <laughs> no, no, that's not again. Keep going. Keep going. Excuse me. Yeah, keep um, going. This week as well, you'll see in the green screen behind us, we're going to be taking a stroll through Furman University, an NCAA Division One program in South Carolina. If you're not on YouTube, jump on YouTube, have a quick look. Uh, unbelievable facilities. While you're on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe. Click the red button. Smash that red button. Smash the red it, button. Smash it. Exactly. We're almost at 800, 900, almost at 1,000 subscribers now as well, which is awesome. Yep. Uh, make sure you download any any podcast app or all podcast Stitcher, apps. Stitcher, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, anything like uh, that. We're on all podcast apps, uh, almost on Spotify. Yeah. Uh, so keep an eye out. In the coming weeks, we'll be on Spotify as well. Um, don't forget to subscribe to stay up to date with all the all the podcasts. Now, and incredible episode today. An incredible episode yep. today. We're going to be talking about education usa you've probably heard of them uh and their information sessions that they run across the country and, and, and why and you should world. why you should attend an education usa seminar <laughs> exactly why you should attend an education yeah. usa strange seminar. Uh, initially when we brainstormed this topic richo you you probably thought it was a bit strange to start with um yeah, yeah look at and i think potentially a lot of uh, listeners out there are probably saying well isn't education usa uh, you know a competitor, competitor or, or, or yeah. they're actually not no they're, they're not competitors um they're um they're information sessions and we'll explain how that how that sort of works and how that goes but we believe in 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 the ability to to, to provide customers and, and and consumers with education mm-hmm. um we pride ourselves on being an education training and management organization yep. um, that does college recruitment not just a college recruitment company um and you know, on our on our website, if you go to the homepage, we list you know other scholarship agencies. We provide you with free tools, um, resources to review books like this, because we we genuinely believe in educating the consumers and educating our our customers and educating you know people out there who I guess want to go to a central place to find all the the information. Yes, there will be some people out there who who want us to to do it for them, but we would encourage everybody to to, to research review. Um, get involved in the, in the podcast, or you know, and uh, exactly att- attend attend uh, an Education USA information session yep. if you can. Uh, they have they have lots of great information. Uh, so we're going to be talking about the information sessions that they run and, and give you a little bit more of an insight as to uh, to the information they do give to so to after students. I'm assuming after a little bit of music, we're going to go straight into why you should attend an Education USA seminar. Exactly. So stay tuned. It's going to be an awesome episode. All right, so the first segment, uh, we are going to talk about Education USA, just give you a bit of an overview of, of, of who they are 
and what they actually do. And directly from their website, yep. Education USA is a US Department of State network yep. of over 425 international student advising centers in more than 175 countries. So clearly, they're all over the place. They're huge. <laughs> exactly. They're right. pretty big. And Department of State as well, so they're sort of a government, yep. uh, government based. So basically, Education USA mm-hmm. promote the US higher education system to international students around the world through yep. presentations and online marketing. Yep. So they are an, an, an organization devoted to promoting studying in the US. In the US, exactly. Yep. And uh, again, from their website, they're here to help you through the process of applying um, you know, to study in the US. Uh, they run general information sessions. Uh, they run sports scholarship information sessions, uh, and pre they have pre departure services as well. Yep, they're incredibly active around the world, but incredibly active in the community. Yeah, um, active in schools, active in events and yep. and, and, and council. Uh, sorry, career uh, council days and yep. career advising days. Basically, all about providing information yep. to study in the US. And they're very very popular in in Australia. Obviously, yep. being a, 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 a an English speaking country where our um, English um, uh, high school results translate quite comfortably, yep. uh, they're very, very active in, in Australia. Exactly. And they have a few offices uh, around Australia as well. They, they run information sessions all over the country, different uh, different schools and colleges and universities and things like that. Um, I think there's, there's, there's always a few in Geelong. Geelong is very popular. For Geelong is very it. popular, yeah. But when you say offices, um, let's just uh, offices. Cl- yeah, clarify that. Yeah. Their offices are the consulate offices, the American consulate offices within each sort of country. So there's an American consulate in Sydney, in Melbourne, and in, in Perth. Perth. Yeah. So their offices are actually the, the US consulate. So they're obviously the, uh, the, the the government. Exactly. And, and look, I don't know if you know too much about sort of the US embassies and consulates here in Australia. So but It's not a walk-in office. Yeah, it's not. It's not something you just and... wake up in the morning and say... I'm going to go to the consulate. I'm going to go to the consulate. And learn, yeah, and yeah. speak to Education USA. Or it's... I can just, picking up the phone to to the consulate, in any consulate, yeah. is, is difficult and difficult. hard to get a yeah. hold of and, and time consuming, exactly. But um, look, we're going to be really sharing with you the information that they share at their information sessions. Try and simplify it for Exactly, them. and try and simplify it for you. More based around the athletic component, so looking at going over as a, as a student athlete. But we'll talk about general students as well and the information that they provide you know students that are going over just looking to to study in the u.s and, and further their education we'll, we'll, we'll break the information down provide, provide you with some pointers and some things to be mindful of and things to look out for yeah. and things to potentially ask uh, it, it, as well exactly so um look that's just a, a bit of information about education education usa and and i guess the, the type of information they provide where they're located um, we'll obviously break it down and their information sessions will we'll break that down obviously in, in a little bit more detail in, in the coming segment so stay tuned alright so in this segment we'll, uh, we'll start with their information sessions about athletic scholarships yeah. um, this is the main one we're, we're going to be speaking about obviously now, um, now we'll just explain again we, we, we believe that you should be getting as much information as you can yeah. uh, from from everywhere, and uh, and and obviously these education USA seminars are fantastic resource to provide information for you. Um, like all information, you need to take um, all the information and then 
review what you've actually taken as well. Yeah. And obviously research is, is, is a very, very important part of, of the whole process. Yeah. The information sessions itself, Rich, um, they're for, like it's generic information for generic students. Exactly. If, if you're looking at going over as a general student, then the information that you're going to receive from Education USA, nothing like... Nothing is going to be hidden. It's always going to be correct yep. um, because you don't have to go through eligibility centers, which is what we'll talk about um, now as well. You can uh, you can technically pick where you want to go if you if you're a, if you're a student. So yeah, going you're not, as a you're student, not as restricted as you are. No, if you're if you're, if, you're if you're a student or if you're an athlete, yep. it's, it's two different things. Going mm-hmm. as a student athlete is one thing. Going as a student is an, is another. Exactly. Going as a student, worry about your your, your grades worry about where you want to go, worry about your finances, and we'll, we'll ex- explain those steps. Worrying about as an athlete, there's quite a few other steps. There's, yeah, so many more different variables that, that come into play, obviously, um, which is what we'll talk about now. Uh, there's sports scholarships, information sessions, and what you, you need to be mindful of. Yeah, oh, definitely. So, essentially. now don't forget, the Education USA is a company that is technically run and owned by the U.S., Department of State, so it's the, the government. By the government, exactly. So, you know, it's not a college. No, it's, it's not a college recruitment agency. No, they have no um, say whether or not you're going to. Like, they don't determine how good you are as an athlete. Yeah. They have no say as to whether or not a college coach is going to. They're not helping you find offers. No, uh, they're not helping you find athletic scholarships the, uh, and opportunities at, at colleges. They're not communicating with coaches. That That is completely up to you. What they do provide is information on how to do that your, yourself. Pretty much. Essentially. Yeah. Uh, exactly. And um, and one of the things that they, uh, they're obviously quite, uh, you know, they explain a fair bit about is, you know, the NCAA. So the National Collegiate Athletic Association. So yeah. The NCAA, the is, biggest governing body of, of collegiate yeah, sports. Yeah, it's got the most schools. Yeah. They've got the biggest campuses. Yeah. They're, they're they're certainly the most talked about institutions around the world because they're obviously the biggest and have the most most funding. Yeah, exactly. So, Richard. So, obviously, <laughs> as we've mentioned in other podcasts, you have the NCAA, you have the NAIA, you have the NJCAA, and you have all the other California ones and NWAC and the rest of it. So, there's yeah. quite a few governing bodies. Yeah. But the NCAA is arguably the most... The biggest and well-known. Most popular and most well-known. Exactly. And over the past few years, I mean, we've looked at presenters for that Education USA have, yep. have had over the past few years. And, and the majority of the them... The majority are, of them are former NCAA Division One, Division Two athletes. athletes. The majority of their executives um, are also uh, former NCAA athletes or... or, or um, or executives yeah. at NCAA schools. So the information that they share is obviously always based on, on their experiences. Um, and usually at the end of their presentations or their information sessions, they'll ask you to to go through the NCAA eligibility center, which is what we'll and, and I think we'll talk about for, for everybody who sort of goes through this this process of searching for sports scholarships, yeah. probably one of the first things that always comes up is, oh, you must be registered with the NCAA Eligibility Center if you want to play college sports in the US- USA. Yeah. Now, in theory, Richard, in theory, that's correct. If in you th- want to play in the NCAA. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you want to play in the NCAA is the key sentence there because yeah, exactly. if you want to play in the NCAA, doesn't really mean much. Wanting to play into the in the NCAA and being eligible to being play eligible is, is two different and things. eligibility is based around academics, academics 
and athletic ability. Exactly. So you might have the academic ability to play in the NCAA. Mm -hmm. You may not have the athletic ability. Here's another one for you. You may have the athletic eligibility, the academic eligibility, but you may not have the financial capability to play in the NCAA. Exactly, because these bigger schools... And uh, here's another one for you, Richard. So you might have the athletic, the financial, (laughs) the academic, but you may not have the social want. Like you you may not want to participate in an NCAA school because they're generally the... Exactly. I know I couldn't have, I wouldn't have coped. I may have well been academically eligible, uh, arguably athletically eligible as well. We'll say I I was, uh, but going into a lecture hall with 200 other other students, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have coped. And and, and we advised you obviously to to, to look at some of the podcasts, you know, which college is the best for me. I'm not sure what episode that is, but uh, you know, what's the best college for me to, to attend? Yeah. Um, things like that, right? Like we've got a lot of those podcasts that yeah. we sort of try and educate you guys as well. But mm-hmm. there's these Education USA seminars are heavily promoted towards the NCAA. Exactly. I would argue that you would probably leave one of those Education USA seminars only knowing about the NCAA, NCAA and obviously having a strong preference towards the NCAA. I guess if you tell anybody, do you want to go to the biggest and the most popular schools or do you want to go to the schools that no one actually talks about? Mm-hmm. When you put it that way, it's pretty... Yeah. The, the decision's almost made for you. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. But again, the Education USA seminars promoted towards the NCAA. And one of the things that most... Um, you know, when you research NCAA or when you research Education USA or you attend one of these seminars is that you're going to always hear the word eligibility centre. You must register for the eligibility centre. Now, exactly. I'll, I'll let you explain, Richard, what the eligibility centre actually is, and I'll tell you what, what it isn't. <laughs> okay, so the NCAA eligibility centre is basically to become certified, you know, I guess to be an eligible NCAA Division One or Division Two athlete. There's a different certification process for the NCAA Division Three. Um, which which we may touch on here in a second. But so if you want to play in the NCAA, exactly, you need to in be, theory, yeah. You need to be registered with, with the NCAA, NCAA eligibility that, center. The word register is probably the part that confuses people because they believe I've registered with the NCAA, I get to play in the NCAA. Yeah. Registering for the NCAA eligibility center is purely registering to provide a... To be certified to, to compete to, to, and To provide study. a certification. Exactly. I'm not registered to play. Yeah. I'm registered to receive a certification. That mm-hmm. certification will determine whether or not I am eligible to participate in the NCAA. So... The terminology, obviously, between English and, and, and American yeah. you know, um, is, is probably a little bit that's, that's gone astray there because yeah. when you tell me I need to register to play in the NCAA, mm-hmm. I automatically believe, well, okay, well, I want to play there, so I want to register there. Yeah. But registering for the NCAA Eligibility Center is registering to provide a certification to allow you to play. Yeah, so basically they'll t- determine your amateurism, Amateurism uh, and your sure academic you eligibility. Yeah, now, exactly. amateurism, quite self-explanatory, but amateurism, you must be an amateur to participate in college sports. So you haven't signed a contract with an agent or a, a yep. professional. And you haven't received you know, large amounts of money to play your sport. Yeah. You must be deemed an amateur. Okay, Most sports within Australia, yeah. most teenagers are amateurs based on the, the way the governing bodies are here in Australia. Yeah. Um, but again, you still need to be certified as 
an amateur. Exactly. Now, usually after these information sessions that Education USA run, the action that they'll ask you to take is to register, register and complete the eligibility center forms, yep. documentation, um, and it, it, it costs money as well. Yeah, so I, I believe registering for the NCAA eligibility center is anywhere between, say, 150 and 250 bucks, right? Yep. Not a lot of money. And especially if you believe that all I need to do is register for the NCAA eligibility center yep. and I'm registered to play with the NCAA. Mm-hmm. Now, we would advise student athletes to hold off on registering for the NCAA eligibility center yep. because, number one, you, you don't need to be classified as an amateur just yet. No. Anyone can tell you whether or not you're a professional or an amateur. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll use some examples, some very clear examples. If you're playing for, and we'll use soccer as an example, and basketball is obviously mm-hmm. the two biggest sports, but if you're playing for Melbourne Victory and you're earning a wage, you're more than likely going to be classified as a professional. Yeah, exactly. If you're playing for Melbourne United in the basketball, you're more than likely going to be classified as a professional. As, as a professional. So mm-hmm. you don't need necessarily anyone to tell you that just yet. If you're playing local basketball or local soccer um, or local tennis or you know local, you know just swimming locally, like yeah, yeah. you don't necessarily need anybody to tell you that you're an amateur just just yet. That's the first thing. Yeah. Second thing, the academic eligibility. Academically. Now, obviously, there's a certain amount of core classes that determine whether or not you are eligible to compete in the NCAA. Now, the there's the, the, there's quite a few um, podcasts that we've spoken about about the subjects and, and, and potentially we'll, uh, we'll go back into that. But okay. there is no need at a specific point to determine that, like at, especially at the start of your information gathering process, yeah, exactly. you don't need to find that out just yet. And Education USA mentioned on their website, and if you have a look, that they suggest that you go through or begin the eligibility center process in... Uh, in your sophomore year, so yep. year 10 here in Australia. And that's, speaking uh, about academics, that's when you start selecting courses for year 11 subjects, and 12. Yep. Um, so they'll give you information on, on courses that you need to select to remain academically eligible for the NCAA Division 1 and 2. Um, so if you're in year 11 or 12 and you're attending one of these seminars, going through the, the eligibility centre and, and paying your money may not be necessary. Uh, yeah. If you speak to... Or really, just, anyone, yeah, you know, just or Google, Google it. Yeah. Um, you, you can determine your own academic eligibility yeah. based on the classes you've taken from year nine through grade 12 and save yourself a, and, a few dollars. And if we just take a step back, Richo, yeah. as well, and, and, and I know we're going to talk about it here, but yeah. that's not the first step in the information gathering process of searching for sports scholarships. Yeah. That's, that's step five or exactly. four or eight, yeah. right? It's definitely not, step, definitely, not step, definitely not step one. So yeah. before you register for the eligibility centre, before you go and, and spend any money on on determining whether or not you have the right subjects, before you, you feel like you've missed out on playing college sports because mm-hmm. you're in year 11 and you didn't take English and, and you heard that you need to take English mm-hmm. or you need to take maths or I didn't take science or I'm in trouble, just take a deep breath and just relax exactly. because it doesn't mean that you've missed out. It doesn't mean that you need to register with the NCAA no. eligibility centre. Like we would advise, as we do, hold off. There is no real value to you doing that until you've completed some of the other steps. Exactly. You understand, you know, I guess you understand 
again, as I mentioned just before, if you're in year 11 and 12, understand your academic eligibility first, which you can do on your own yep. before going through the eligibility Understand your, Understand your own ability. Understand your, your athletic abilities and, and potential as well. Um, you know, because that's something you definitely need to be mindful of. Understand sort of the financial capabilities of, of you and your family and, and determine a, a bit of a budget. Um, so in short, those it's, things it's, come first. It's not registering there does not mean that you will play in the NCAA. Yeah. Uh, it has no say whether or not you're a good athlete or you're not a good athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is certainly not required to register for the NCAA eligibility center in order to find out whether or not you have the ability yeah. and the um, the opportunity to actually participate in the, in the exactly in the and, and you can receive you can receive opportunities verbal opportunities um, you know and, and offers from NCAA schools before going through the the NCAA eligibility center as well that can be something that you can do afterwards so you can even have a plan in place yep. and have an opportunity and then go through the the eligibility. Yep. And, and I think that sort of is a great segue for the next uh, next segment where we actually break down the, the, the steps itself. Yeah, so in the next segment, we'll speak about, um, I guess, the, the five steps that Education USA speak about on their website and in their information sessions. Uh, we'll break that down a little bit, uh, give you more information surrounding, surrounding those steps um, in the next segment. Uh, so, yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Uh, we've got about 10 more minutes. We'll keep it to, to around half an hour this, this episode. So um, the information in the next segment is, is, is definitely important. Okay, so last segment. Um, we'll talk about Education USA's five steps. Um, now, if you, you, you look on their website or you attend an information session, which again... We Re- recommend that you do. If you, if you do. have the opportunity to attend one, we yeah. recommend that you do because um, they provide fantastic information, fantastic yeah. resources, mm-hmm. and from a general um, sort of look at the uh, the study abroad and the, uh, the, the sports scholarship process, mm-hmm. it is fantastic. And, yeah. and, and like we always say, you know, the education component of this process is very, very very important so um, by all means we recommend that if you have the chance to go and attend one of education usa's seminars by all means you you should exactly so the five steps that they display on their website it's on the website uh, exactly and and i'll put this in the show notes as well i'll put their website in the show notes so you can see so five five steps is sounds pretty straightforward yeah exactly okay five steps isn't too difficult five steps doesn't take me a lot of time no exactly okay so i've Decided. I've said to my mum and dad, yep, I want to play soccer or basketball or swim or row mm-hmm. or tennis or volleyball in America. I want to go and get a scholarship. I've researched. It says I need to register for the NCAA mm-hmm. uh, to play. And I'm now I'm going to follow Education USA's five steps, which is on the website. Yep. So step number one, they've got research your options. Yep. Should I read, read them all or go one by one? I'll read them all first. Read them all first and then we'll so go through. So research your options is step yep. number one. Yep. Finance your studies is step number two. Mm-hmm. Complete your application is step number three. Apply for your student visa is step number four. And number five, prepare for your departure. Yep. So, and they, they break it down, obviously, a lot more on, on their website, yep. um, each, but, each individual step. But they're but the five steps. Yep. Now, if I was going through this process by myself <laughs> to start with, I would see those five steps, and I'd say, fantastic. Sounds pretty simple. Yep, I'm going to research. I don't need to research mm-hmm. because I know I want to go straight to California, 
Yep. And I want to go to Florida yep. and I want to go to New York. The three big ones. Done. Um, my research is <laughs> my research, my research is, is complete. Is complete. Yeah. Um, okay. So, you uh, know, again, this this these five steps are, are the exact five steps that you should take if you're a general student. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and obviously, there's a bit more into it, and, and and they do explain it a bit more, but it's it's not as straightforward and as easy as just the five basic steps. Yeah. Um, but as a general student, that makes Follow these steps. Follow and, these and steps. Exactly. And, and, and more than likely, yeah, more than likely have your, your opportunities. But yeah. as an athlete, as a student athlete, it's uh, it's pretty different. It's it's completely different. Yeah. yeah it's completely um, different. There are so many more variables that you need need to be taken into consideration um, before even starting step one, which is what we'll sort of break down here. And um, just to mention, we have our yeah. For those of you watching on YouTube um, or listening on the podcast, like you, you can go to our website and you can download the, the free 12-step guides, right? So we have we believe it's more than five steps. We believe it's 12 steps as an athlete. Yep. Um, but, um, you know, you, and you can get them from nsraustralia.com.au. Yep. Um, 12 steps to how to find sports scholarships across the US. And these are, these are yeah. our pocket guides, yeah. by the way, as well. We have 35,000 words in a pocket guide, 96,000 words in the full version, yeah. which is coming out shortly. Very soon. Um, but five steps isn't enough for athletes, okay? No. The variables that you mentioned, Richard, the variables are just too much. So exactly. as an athlete, sorry, Richard, that says Richard, yeah. that doesn't say me. Well, no, look, as an athlete, they've, they've mentioned step one is, is researching your options. And if you look back to our a previous episode how much time do, do you need to, to find scholarships in the USA um, you'll understand that this section could probably be broken down into to multiple yeah. sections so research uh, takes researching your options isn't researching where I want to go mm. as step number one so if you if you if research itself is probably a few steps right so researching what is my ability yeah how do I compare step that's podcast number what was recent yeah podcast number 15 or 20 how do I compare so your researching should be should actually start with comparing your ability having a look at rosters um, having a look at international students that they've already recruited having a look at their times have a look at what you're swimming now what you're running now um, and have a look at how those times compare to Exactly, and Just general, to, to general research as well. Different areas of the country, yep. states, places you might be interested in. Um, but the but the term research isn't just research where I'd love to live. No, exactly. Okay, so researching your options. Um, again, if you're going it alone, it's something that can take a lot of time. Yeah, we, we, we recommend if you're going at, at this alone, anywhere between 18 months and above. Um, researching and understanding where you fit as a student athlete will take time. We'll certainly Step take number time. two. So they say finance Financing your, your studies. studies. Now, like anything, we believe that the finance part of it should be first. This like is something... You, you don't go looking yeah. for houses and then find out if you've got the money to buy the house. Exactly. Okay? Yes, you, you know, you're looking Same at maybe concept. increasing your budget a little bit, yeah. but you've, you've, you've gone on realestate.com with a specific amount of money that you have already. Yep. That you know you can spend, and yes, you may be able to push the the, the bank manager for a, a little bit of extra. Yeah. But you're not going into realestate.com. You will save. Blind. No, exactly. You'll save yourself a lot of time if if 
understanding your finances and, and determining a budget is done at the beginning. Um, because so you're financing, not be... financing your studies should be more step number one. Yeah, understanding what is my financial capability. Now, there's there's a great uh, checklist that we've provided. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on on the website. Oh, sorry, on the uh, in the twelve step guide that you. Yeah. It helps you understand your financial capabilities. Mm-hmm. So it'll break down your expenses and, and things like that to, to give you a better understanding of what you can potentially afford. So what you're spending here yep. in Australia or New Zealand on a, on a yearly basis. So, so that'll help you with step number one, which yep. education is step number two. Yep. Um, so step number one should be financing. Pretty much understanding yep. your, and, your and finances. You don't want to be contacting schools and coaches and then find out applying that, for for schools exactly, and then find out that you can't oh, wait, that school it. is going to be way too much. Yeah, because so, that research can be done earlier. So, step number three: Education USA say complete your your application. Yep. Okay. Now, that sounds pretty easy. Step so three, I've, yep. I'm, I'm at step three already. I could probably do step three in in thirty minutes based on this. Exactly. In okay. our in our twelve step guide, we've got. Um, this particular completing the application isn't for us until step number nine until chapter nine until chapter nine yeah right so it's not step three it's not I've researched I want to go to California it's not yep um, I've got a bit of pocket money I'll go there yeah and then step three I'm completing my application so even the term complete your application Mm. right I think that even has a it's, it's, the terminology "complete your application" is is potentially even forward thinking too yeah. much, right? So it's apply, find out if you if you can actually get in. It's not yeah. complete your application, yeah. right? So now again, so, as a general student, this these sort of five steps probably may make a lot more sense. Make more still sense. not as easy, but. Um, make a lot more sense. So, as an athlete, obviously they haven't taken into consideration coach communication. You know, definitely any any of that sort of no, stuff. No. So, the last two steps, which we just mentioned there, like yeah. they're a lot more difficult. They take a lot more time. Yeah. They, you need to know exactly what you're doing, mm-hmm. right? So, we would advise anyone before you register for any NCAA eligibility center, before you complete or start any application, which yeah. applications aren't aren't free either, right? Um, certain schools across the US make a hell of a lot of money through their application process. UCLA, for example, would make billions. Yeah, because <laughs> the, the, the school is very well sold, like everywhere around the world, which is why everybody wants to go to the US. Everyone knows about American institutions through films, yep. through you know film, uh, through Hollywood, through sports teams, through just everything. Yes, general America, American American exactly. culture. Yeah. It's fantastic. That's why you should go. Right? It's, fa- it's brilliant. That then generates awareness in institutions and then because of the wrong information or not enough information, you will go out and apply to schools without actually knowing mm-hmm. whether or not you should be applying there or not. And and some application fees are as cheap as $90, right? And some of them are expensive as expensive as two or $300. Now, you know, it doesn't sound like a lot of money, but you multiply that by billions of people around the world who, who are doing it, then it becomes yeah. a large a large chunk of money. So... No need to spend any, any any money on eligibility centers. Don't register for the NCAA just yet. Don't go through college. Don't go through go, go through college applications, yeah. right? And and again, the information we're providing is for student athletes, not yeah. just not just students. students. Exactly. Um, s- step number one: go back, 
finance your studies understanding understanding your finance not finance your studies understanding your your your, your finances step number two would then be you know researching your options but researching your options is split into multiple multiple steps so research your options a compare my ability yeah right Research, uh, research your options B is understand my social preferences yeah and then so on like I said c- completing your application is, is step 9 in our guide so you're probably missing 7 yeah 7 or 8 Easy. steps in between sort of research and completing your your application and, and as we've said all along in this episode yep. we believe the Education USA seminars are fantastic provide great yeah, information exactly. and from a general perspective it's it, it provides you with some incredible resources and um, and overall we recommend that if you have the opportunity to attend one of these seminars well then you should yeah and as we've mentioned throughout the episode you just need, need to be mindful with with a few of the things that, that I mentioned obviously um We've spoken about the NCAA Eligibility Center. Uh, we've spoken about the NCAA in, in general. Um, I guess the actions that, that they'll ask you to take after attending one of these information sessions. Exactly. Just hold off. Get a second opinion. Speak with someone else. Uh, but hopefully this episode has, has given you a bit of an insight into to Education USA and the, the sessions that they run across the country and the world, obviously. Um, some some great information. As we've, we've said multiple times, attend Attend one of the sessions if you can. Uh, I'll chuck the, a link in the show notes to where you can look at session times around the country and things like that as well. Um, if you're on our website, grab one of the oh, yep. grab, grab one of the, the books. I wonder if they'll have us attend one of their seminars. Maybe. 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 A good luck. Uh, I may be presenting it the next one. Yep. Um, but I was an NCAA athlete, so <laughs> probably good. Um, Another final shout-out to Matt and Brooke and their baby baby boy who is now two weeks two weeks two old, old and that's why i'm taking over from taking my chair back in the, on, the <laughs> on the podcast uh, but matt will more than likely be back next week unless we have a re- revolt is it is that the, the right yeah. word you yep. may go on strike yep. yep send uh, enough uh, messages saying that we want marco rather than uh, than we want matt <laughs> and uh, and I'll, uh, I'll stay exactly don't forget uh when you do Scream and shout for Marco to stay on the podcast. Give us some feedback as well um, on, on not only this episode, but, but the podcast in general, any past episodes. If you have any ideas on topics, make sure you shoot them through. Don't forget to subscribe to YouTube and any other podcast app. Give us a star rating on Smash iTunes. Smash that subscribe button, please. It um, helps us to, to know we're on the right track. Yeah, exactly. And we'll be, uh, we'll be back next week with uh, another awesome, awesome topic. topic. Awesome, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you.